starts with Y. My name is Zane. And my name is Lauren. So great to see you back here, listeners. Zane, how are you doing? I'm good, Lauren. I'm going to visit my brother today. I haven't seen him in a while, but he's a huge supporter of the podcast. So I think I'm just going to have some sibling bonding today. How about you, Lauren? What's new? Ooh, shout out to one of our biggest fans. Um, Let's see. What am I up to today? Well, hopefully, hopefully I can get out on the water. That's the theme of today, apparently. You're you're going to go for a little swim. Maybe I'll go for a little paddle. We'll see. Um, because you know what? It's looking great. It's looking great out here in Toronto. I'm feeling very sporty today. But you know what? There is, we have a very special guest on the line for them. Uh, sports is such a huge part of this person's life. So without further ado, let's welcome the wonderful Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You have started such a cool initiative. Um, before you dive into what Fund of Field is, Kyle, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're calling from, uh, your age, and uh, maybe your hobbies. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I am... Kyle, like you mentioned, I am currently in Harlem in New York City. Um, I'm now 27 years old, although uh, when we get to the thing we're going to talk about, that was when I was 13. So um, been it's been a while. Uh, in terms of hobbies, I love music. I love writing, reading, really like sci-fi. Um, and then I love sports and really soccer Um is a huge part of my life and always has been. And um, that's one of my favorite hobbies. We can't tell you how how interested we were in this story because I really liked the origin of it. I really liked, so we mentioned kind of before we started recording is that Lauren and I are obsessed with the idea of a why. So I always like to learn more about why young people and young adults started what they did. And I love the story. So if you wouldn't mind, Kyle, I'd love for you to tell us about how Fund of Field all began. For sure. So I mentioned my, I'm, I've, been a soccer obsessed person for a long time. Um, my brother, my sister, my family, we were all sort of raised the same way and always wanting to go to games and watching games and playing soccer video games. And it was, this, it was a very, you know, kind of all consuming part of our childhood, which was amazing. And um, when we were, so I would have been 13 at the time in 2006, um, we went to, my grandpa lived in Berlin, Germany. And we got to go to the World Cup, which is like, I, I don't, I still don't really have a comparison uh, for what that is, what is that is like and how crazy that was for a, a person like I was at the time to be able to go to the World Cup. And one of the games we went to was Angola versus Iran. And the, we, we ended up talking to a lot of the Angolan fans. They had like mini fields set up outside the, the stadium. So you get to meet fans from all these different places. Um, and the, you know, we, we were learning, they had, they had just come out of a long, a very long civil war and just really soaking in the passion. And it was their first World Cup. We saw their first goal for the Angolan fans and the Angolan team. And they were just telling us like how important soccer is and how, how central it is to their lives. And that, I guess, seems obvious now, but I was again, I was 13, so I, you never really thought about it. Um, it was just kind of what we did. You didn't think about it in any sort of like global 
since. And so when we got back, we, we kept talking about that game. And my brother and I, who's two years older, we wanted to do something. So we're like, well, those people really appreciate it. We have a lot of gear. Can we send over some gear, um, some some soccer gear, just so, because they'll appreciate it. And, and uh, we it will just lay to waste in our garage if we don't do something with it. And it's good stuff. Um, so we told some of our friends, equally soccer obsessed people, which kind of makes sense. So someone said, let's build a field. We said, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Kind of just like naive kids, but, you know, kids with a big idea and, and no one to tell us no at the time. Um, and so we started doing it. And that's kind of where it all kicked off. Now, Fundafield has grown, Fundafield, as it's called, has grown into a much bigger endeavor um, that has worked in, in many places. That is wildly impressive especially because you were so young at the time it would be impressive you know at any age but you were you're 13 coming up with this idea so the the first thing that you did was to just like the name says uh fund a field right so um how did you at at 13 and when you were in high school how did you um, you know, continue to create this organization and how did you fundraise? Um, because I think for, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of young people, that's uh, a really daunting part of, of creating an initiative. The the funny thing is the first time we went to raise money, we're like, oh yeah, we'll just like get people to give us money. We sent, this is not a joke, over a hundred letters telling people what we were trying to do. Um, there were emails, not, we didn't formally write letters, but we sent uh, over a hundred emails and we got a single donation of $100 from my brother's high school soccer team. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was, something. <laughs> yeah, it was something. Yeah. At the time it felt like a lot of money. We basically said, all right, we're just going to hold fundraisers. So, um, we, we would do simple things, you know, that everyone's kind of heard of, like bake sales and lemonade stands. And basically all of the members, uh, which fluctuates at different times, how many members there were, but um, they would do their own fundraisers and we'd all sort of go and volunteer and help out. Um, so that kind of like dispersed the work. Uh, and, you know, we also, we also got really creative. So like we would try and we wanted it to be fun because this was young people volunteering but we also wanted to raise money. So we did things like we would get a lazy river and get a thousand rubber ducks donated and have everyone sponsor a duck and give a prize to the winning duck. But we'd throw all the ducks in the river and, and do like a relay race um, and someone won a prize. Or we did a similar thing called your lucky poop where we divided a cow field every year uh, into a, a thousand squares and we sold those squares or a hundred squares. And we let uh, a cow that had been selected, we called Betsy, go on the field. And wherever Betsy did her business, that person, we gave a prize, but we had sold each one of those squares. So uh, really like tried to have fun with it and pretty soon amassed a fair amount of money um, that, that we were like, okay, now we actually need to need to do something valuable and not just throw the money away. And ended up getting in touch with a group now that was later known as Think Impact, but they were a student-run organization working mostly in South Africa. Um, and we said, well, it's not Angola, but 
they just built two schools in a rural area of South Africa. And they, they said they would love to have two soccer fields um, and would work with us on actually doing the construction. We've spent a lot of time building fields in different places and figuring out how to build a field, where, how to work with schools to maintain the field and run the field, how to make it sustainable, um, how to decide who gets to use it. All, sort of all of those questions. Th those were the first two in South Africa. Um, and we ended up holding a tournament there in 2008. So it was two years after the World Cup when we built our first field. Um, that is amazing. First, yeah. I was gonna like, I was going to interrupt and say how much I love the lazy river and duck idea. <laughs> but then the Betsy fundraising example, maybe the best fundraising example in my life, I have ever heard that is 100%. so smart, Kyle, like that is genius. But Kyle, I'd love to get an update because on your website, it says you have um, 11 soccer fields. Um, I just like to get an update on where fund a field is today, major impacts that you've had, um, something you look back at and like stays in your heart near and dear to your heart. Let's do like a fund a field update from Kyle. So so like you said, uh, on the website, it shows we built 11 soccer fields. Um, we're currently working on a, the 12th. So a couple of years ago, we shifted our focus from just wanting to like spread play and build fields to something a little bit closer to our hearts, which was to use sports and use play as a way of like helping children who have been through some sort of trauma or conflict um, and kind of like really more targeting you know, early on, it was like we would take any opportunity we could get and we were more like scrappy hustlers. Now it's more, hey, how can we be how can we be super deliberate, make our own opportunities, sort of set our own agenda and, and, and make the biggest impact. So um, I'm really, really happy about what we're doing now, which is we're working specifically in refugee camps. Right now we're in a, in a place called Palavec Refugee Camp in Northern Uganda. It's uh, South Sudanese refugees coming south over the border. Um, and I think as of now, there's about 50,000 people in the camp. Uh, we're about to build our third camp. There's different zones. It's, it's almost like a city. Um, we're about to build our, our third, third field in the camp. Um, and so that's really amazing because with a lot of those people, like the, you know, the, they're in a camp and they have their food and shelter are not to any high standard, but they are taken care of um, by UNHCR and these other groups and the Ugandan government. Uh, but, you know, the biggest problem there is idleness and they're in the middle of nowhere. There's not very many jobs. And you have a bunch of people from different tribes who traditionally might not get along. People have escaped some traumatic situation. Something like sports and play can be really, really, really beneficial from a therapeutic perspective. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of where we are today and where we're focused, still focused on fields and, and tournaments, but trying to be more targeted and, and make sure like dollar for dollar we're getting the most out of what we do. That is wild. You've, I mean, you've come so far in, I, I'd say, a short amount of years. So a huge congratulations to you. Uh, and I, I also love that uh, it's just the idea 
that a kid is a kid and wherever you are in the world, like kids just, kids just want to have fun for, uh, I'm not going to sing the song, but anyway, kids just want to have a good time. And it is such a great way just to bring a community together. So, so I love that. It's a simple idea, but uh, a ton of hard work obviously went into it. So if, uh, if I was, say, a young person listening to this and I'm thinking, all right, I want to get involved, um, first question is how could, how could they get involved with your initiative? Uh, and second question is uh, what advice would you give them um, if, they, if they would ever want to start their own initiative? Um, okay, so to the first question, uh, we obviously are so appreciative and so happy of anyone that wants to support us. Uh, either usually the two the two biggest ways are financially or with with gear if it's in good condition. Um, so if that's interesting and you want to do some weird fun fundraisers, which we can also help out with, uh, just go to our website and you can figure out how to on there. It'll give you instructions on how to contact us, um, and that's always appreciated. Um, but we also, yeah, like you said, we love when people you know, start their own organizations as well, because, or not even organizations, but have their own causes, because that kind of multiplies the impact as well. Um, I'd say giving advice to someone who was just starting out, uh, I think a couple of things. The the first and the biggest one is don't, (laughs) don't be discouraged by people who have gotten apathetic towards the world. Like it, things can seem big and overwhelming, but they are really things you do one step at a time. Um, and if just breaking it into, okay, what are the four things we need to do and going out and doing them um, is what can take you so, so far um, and kind of condenses these things that sound really big. It sounds big to start an organization or have a fundraiser or something like that, but uh, it actually is just like putting one foot in front of the other and getting it done. The other thing is, and we talked about this earlier, do something you care about. Like there, anything that you're passionate about, no matter how like silly it seems, um, it can be, it can be used to help other people. And, and like, you know, there, there was a lot of people when we started that were like, what, what are you building soccer fields for? Um, why aren't you giving clean water or something like that? And I think the answer is always, you know, cause we care about soccer and we can do a lot of good work there and other people are working on clean water and there's no best cause on the planet. There's a lot of causes that are really beneficial. And so I, it's more important to, to do the thing that will keep you waking up and excited in the morning so that you can do good at what you care about. Well said, Kyle. And you've shown that that's true because you started when you're 13 and you're still doing it and you're 27. Your story is one that really does just prove that, that do something that you enjoy. And on on the topic of sharing advice, Kyle, we always like to end the podcast with why words. They can be any word that you want. It can be inspo. It can just be a fun word that you know. Um, but we kind of just like to, to end off on a fun, and positive note. My why word is, and I'm pulling a Lauren and I'm quoting fundafield.org, which I hope everybody goes to visit. The message is simple. If you don't play together, you won't score goals. So I picked this one because 
from the outside, when I first learned about Fund a Field, I was like, yeah, they create these really incredible fields. Um, they support young people with sports if they're interested in learning sports. But it's so much more than that. You've created not only a sense of unity in the communities that you work in, Kyle, but you've created a sense of unity within this incredible team that you've built. Like you talked about the funny fundraisers you've done, your siblings getting involved. Um, I think that what you've done is so unique, clearly from the way you speak to it. You have so much passion um, in what you're doing so many years later. So um, it's a great initiative. I love what you're doing. Um, so yeah, that's my why word. Lauren, do you have your why word ready? I, you know what, this is a strange one, but I am going with your lucky poop today. That is <laughs> going to be my why phrase. But uh, I I mean, we've brought it up, I think, maybe five more times since you said it, but I am i just can't get past how creative your fundraisers are. <laughs> okay. I, I love that. I will say, I will also, in the tradition of, of this, steal a quote from someone. Uh, one of my favorite, like, motivating Fundafield quotes is uh, by Mr. Rogers, and it's, play gives children a chance to practice what they are learning. Um, and I think, and the reason I like that quote is is sort of the obvious first reason, which is, you know, when we're building fields, like so much of what we're doing is giving the power of play, which is so is incredibly powerful and, and underrated, I think. Um, but also to the your lucky poop point, like, you know, the work itself, that that's the output and that's the thing that that happens that people benefit from, but the work itself can also be, can be a chance to have fun while still learning. Well said. And honestly, like considering the circumstances now, Kyle, and the way that there's so much happening in the world and youth are really at the forefront, right? Like youth are the ones that are taking action. So that's really good advice to people listening. Like enjoy yourself. Lauren, can't get over how much I like your Y word. Maybe my favorite of all time that you've chosen. So excellent quote. <laughs> I can't beat it now. No, you, you won't ever be able to beat this one word so good really good this was a really great episode kyle you're so great what you're doing is so great and i really really hope everybody visits fundafield.org uh to support your cause so thank you so much kyle yeah thank you and thank you so much for having me of course thank you bye everyone.